affirmations can be best covered in five words who what when where and why let me tell you who are you the most special being you ought not change what gonna come tomorrow is a great secret be ready to explore it when you are faced with tough times become tougher where you get a chance to choose choose the best don't regret why is this all happening to me is a puzzle unsolved don't strain to solve it 2022 gonna be yours you gonna be healthy have good humble kind intentions forgive and forget will be the mantra gonna be more rich accept yourself better you deserve to win this year and accomplish your goals let go of the evil and the ill and invite and embrace the good in all and in everyone wow that's what i call the new year affirmation welcome all to is pharmacology difficult podcast i'm your host dr radhika vijay mbbs md pharmacology and this is the audio hub to get the best simplified basic tips strategies methods and lots of ideas to learn better understand better and make your concept crystal clear if you really find and if there's a question hovering in your minds is pharmacology difficult lend your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge well 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 let's put a full stop mark to season 1 with the last topic of the day antagonism of the drugs antagonism is simply defined as the phenomena occurring when combined effects of two drugs is much much lower to the addition sum of the individual medicines or the drugs in this case one drug lowers down the action or the property of the other drug in equation form we can say that x plus y is not equal rather it is less than individual effect of x plus individual effect of y now it has been observed many a times that one of the drugs can be inactive but still it may serve to antagonize the effect of the other drug different types of antagonism which can be explained are as follows the first one on my list is the chemical antagonism In this we are simple chemical reactions one drug nullifies or reverses the effect of the other drug best example is the chelating agents like calcium disodium editate chemically forming a complex with lead etc and also the reaction of alkaloids and tannins is another example for the same reason Many drugs cannot be mixed together before their administration process. Well, let me give you an example of this also. Succinyl chloride cannot be mixed with either of penicillin G or thiopentone salts. Now, second on my list is the physiological 
antagonism and it is also known as the functional antagonism. Now, in this phenomena, the receptors, they are different for the two drugs, but their function, their actions, they are such that they antagonize each other. Let's exemplify to comprehend better. Classical example I have for you is Adrenaline is a physiological antagonist of histamine and the action is very prominent on bronchi. And next example I want to tell you is of glucagon being a physiological antagonist of insulin. Hope you understood this whole concept very well. Let's move on further. The next one I want to talk about is the pharmacological antagonism. Here the receptor is same so this can also be termed as the pharmacodynamic antagonism. Since there are same receptors, the drug, they compete with each other. And this type of antagonism is very very selective also. Now on the same receptor, there are going to be competition of the drugs. Sometimes the drugs act on the same site and sometimes the site other than the site of the agonist. Now, I have a classification for the pharmacological antagonism. The first one, I want to classify it into competitive and non-competitive. But then we have subtypes of these also. Now, let's talk a little detail about these. I want to talk first about competitive antagonism. Now, the first point, it is very common. Secondly, the site is very same. Hence, there is a competition. You cannot ignore it. And it can be subclassified into around three types. The first one being the equilibrium type or the reversible competitive antagonism. Now, the first point for this one, the chemical structure similarity between the agonist and the antagonist, it exists. Okay. Secondly, there is a reversible binding to the same receptors. I repeat, reversible binding to the same receptors. Now, what do you infer? The bonds, they are weak. Yes. Now, such antagonism, it can be surmounted by increasing the amount of the agonist. In this type of antagonism, the antagonist, it has only affinity. No intrinsic activity. So, what happens to the dose-response curve? Well, the log-dose-response curve, or in short, we can call it as the log-DRC it shifts to the right. Now, if the agonist is partial, again, let me repeat, I'm putting a condition. If the agonist is partial, then it also competes and antagonizes a full agonist. And at the same time, it keeps the submaximal effect of its own intact. Wow, that's really wonderful. And a classical example of the equilibrium type or the reversible competitive antagonism is atropine is a competitive antagonist of acetylcholine the second one i want to exemplify it as naloxone being a competitive antagonist of morphine at the opioid receptors now next subtype of the competitive antagonism i want to talk about is the non-equilibrium type of competitive antagonism see it's a long name but it will be justified First point, the receptor sites, they are same. That's why there is a competition. Secondly, the binding is irreversible. I repeat, the binding is irreversible 
And what are you in for? The bonds, they are stable and covalent in nature. The dissociation is very slow or sometimes there is no dissociation at all from the receptors. And so, this type of antagonism is not surmounted if the concentration of the agonist is increased. It is not at all helped. The efficacy in this case is reduced and antagonist duration of action is quite long. There is no equilibrium between the antagonist and the agonist. Hence, the name is justified as a non-equilibrium antagonism. Wonderful example, I want to tell you at this particular point is of debenamine, which is irreversible competitive antagonist of norepinephrine. Now, I want to give you at the same moment a very brief account of the pseudo-reversible antagonism. Now, in this, the spare receptors, they are present. So, what are you in for? There is a less receptor occupancy. In this case, if the agonist amount is increased, the log dose response curve, it shifts to the right initially. Later on, the maximal response also goes down. So, it is a pseudo-reversible antagonism. The name is justified. And best example for this one is the phenoxybenzamine, which is an alpha receptor blocker. So, that's all about the competitive antagonism. Now, I want to talk about the second type, that is a non-competitive antagonism. Let's quickly summarize the points. There is no chemical structural relation to the agonist. Secondly, the binding site is different and that site is different from the agonist site. It is known as the allosteric site. A-L-L-O-S-T-E-R-I-C. Allosteric site. And you can call the non-competitive antagonism sometimes as the allosteric antagonism also. Now, due to the side difference, no competition exists. If the antagonist amount is increased, the agonist dose response curve, it rather flattens. And what example can I tell you about this? Flumazenil. It's a non-competitive antagonist of benzodiazepines. While on the other hand, bucuculine is a competitive antagonist at the GABA receptor site. So we have two examples, flumazenil being a non-competitive antagonist of benzodiazepines and bucuculine is a competitive antagonist at the GABA receptor site. Now with this note, you are able to summarize the differences between the competitive, I'm talking about the equilibrium type and the non-competitive antagonism right are you able to do that well let's do it together now i'll talk about the competitive antagonism firstly and i'll talk about the non-competitive antagonism secondly so the first point in the competitive the receptors they are same while on the non-competitive the receptors they are not same there's a binding to another site and what do we call that allosteric site second point there is a chemical structural resemblance between the agonist and the antagonist in the case of competitive antagonism, while it's not so in case of non-competitive. Third point, there's a rightward shift of the dose-response curve in case of competitive antagonism, while in case of the non-competitive antagonism, the dose-response curve, it flattens. The fourth point, 
The competitive antagonism is surmountable. The non-competitive is non-surmountable. Fifth point. Agonist and antagonist can both affect the maximal response in case of competitive antagonism. What happens in the case of non-competitive? Only the antagonist concentration is affecting the maximal response. And lastly, classical examples. One for competitive antagonism I want to tell at this point is naloxone is a competitive antagonist of morphine. While bicuculine is a non-competitive antagonist of diazepam. That does it. Yay! I finished with season 1. All I had to say, all I had to tell. It has been almost more than a year. Remember, we started on 12th of December 2020. I'm so overjoyed with the fact of successfully completing my first milestone. Well, your point of view, you might be expecting some more topics. That's okay. That's not to mind. Again, a reminder, you can get an ebook copy or paperback or hardcover, whatever you like. New year comes, new season is knocking. That's a great feeling, of course. I'm all set to introduce the second saga of the podcast to all of you. Thanks for being always there. My earnest best wishes and regards are for all of you. A great Thanksgiving to all of you. Talk to you again very soon in this roundabout of my cadences. For all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast, please visit www.spharmacologydifficult.com where you can also sign up for a free monthly e-newsletter of mine. It actually contains a lot of updates about medical sciences, drug information updates, and my podcast updates also. You can follow me on different social media handles like Twitter, Insta, Facebook, and LinkedIn. They all are with the same name. Is Pharmacology Difficult? If you are listening for the first time, do subscribe and follow whatever platform you are consuming this episode. Stay tuned. Do rate and review on iTunes, Apple Podcast. Stay safe. Stay happy. Stay enlightened. Thank you.